Welcome to episode 53 of the Echo Screen Podcast. My name is Blaze. With me this week is Aaron. That's me. And Rob. So, the question I have is what was really the tank of all dinosaurs? Okay. Uh, so if you didn't know, we watched another <laughs> Jurassic Park movie. Uh, this time it was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, but we'll get to that later because uh, we have plenty to talk about uh, on that one. Uh, let's just uh, jump into some uh, some of us. How are you guys doing? It's been uh, it's been a whole week since we last talked. Haha. It feels low. It feels like <laughs> it feels like it was a while though, doesn't it? Like yeah, every time it? we uh, we sit. <laughs> For a new podcast, we just haven't talked to each other in a whole week, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess it does feel like it's been a while. It feels like it's been about a week. Kind of crazy. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe even less. I think I think it was because I've just been... I haven't heard from you guys in a while. I've been the odd man out here uh, due to my own... Didn't you life. guys, like, watch a movie the other day? We literally just... We watched a movie, like, <laughs> minutes before we started that. I, that's did. what I figured. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why do I feel this, then? What is happening? <laughs> well... I think it's a the wa- you thing. The walls yeah, are closing uh, in here, guys. I don't know yeah. what's happening anymore. <laughs> There's just the Resident Evil-style trap that I set in your apartment. Um, anyway... Uh, I think uh, officially at this point, all of us on the podcast are vaccinated. So if you're into that, yeah, if you're into that kind oh, yeah, of that content, is true. Here, it's here. We're a pro-vaccine content on the internet. So. <laughs> yeah, we are, and we're all fully vaccinated. You know, I think at this point, really uh, <laughs> we've all like been vaccinated for at least like two weeks, right? Yeah, about yeah. So that's like we're fully vaccinated for two weeks. So that's like the period at which like you are fully immune or whatever yeah like you are uh you're the safest you yeah are, we're now able to function in society uh quote-unquote normally apparently actually it's like uh 92 percent immune 0.3 yeah. repeating of course i mean we can still get it we can still carry it but it'd be like way more mild than yeah perfect. yeah which so. is why i still wear a mask yep. yeah no i t- i definitely plan to because you know yeah it's just uh no, I still know. don't even go out that much, so. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the world hasn't really turned back on yet, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like. Even if trying to pe- people are trying to will it to do that, but. Yeah, you, you know. it's, uh, it's a case of just, like, uh, unfortunately, I don't trust a lot of people, too, so, yeah. like. <laughs> no proven track record yet. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, vaccinated people, you could just go out without a mask now, haha. But how do we know who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated? Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, we're at, we're at a point where like could just people are like, oh well, people aren't wearing masks anymore. So I yeah, I totally am vaccinated. Yeah. Just so you know, so don't feel bad. Uh, haha. Let me cough near you. Yeah. Oh, it's just uh, seasonal. I mean, hey, why do they have to worry about getting? covid if it's not real even if they're not vaccinated so. yeah, that's speaking true. of things that are not <laughs> real bringing us to our first news story thank you for that sick transition uh, Aaron. uh so we got the ter- eternals trailer <laughs> we got the real oh, final uh first eternals trailer for that movie that comes out in november yep and uh it's like two minutes of what looks like to be color graded and shot like a Zack snyder film yeah it, it, it's, it's 
You go. I, I would say, like, visually, it's, it's seems like a step back from, like, kind of the direction we were heading towards with, like, the Jack Kirby, like, inspired stuff with Thor Ragnarok and all that. Like, it seems we're going back a step to, like, we don't have either A, the interest in doing something like that, or B, like, we don't know how we bring that to screen. And to be fair, a lot of the costumes that they wear are very could be very goofy very easily but at the same time it's like this is his baby like this was jack kirby's last thing with marvel so i don't know yeah i think it's um the i don't know who the director is or the writer uh or chloe Zhao. she just and... she just won an oscar for no man no man land no mad land sorry okay and i feel like I feel like with with movies like Guardians or Thor Ragnarok, you had directors who were like basically pushed like ooze style and like yeah they like made it work essentially like they were like we're gonna do this and we're gonna do, we'll just have the most fun we're gonna possibly have with this yeah and they, I think they that, have the benefit of a kind of comedic tone that they infuse yeah. with everything with it yeah and this is more like played straight instead of like weird so that's like i think that's like the difference here is it's and it's like the ship design if you like see what the eternal ship design like you see what the kirby like version of it looks like instead of like the big triangle from like from uh arrival (laughs) yeah it's that plus it's the monolith from uh yeah 2001 yeah which there is actually a connection to jack kirby there too so you know yeah it's interesting but i don't think it's like flashy enough like so far this movie just like looks like everything else the the quote-unquote like magic or whatever looks pretty interesting yeah so far it's like these like spindly like gold threads Mm -hmm. that are also like constellation looking things yeah very doctor strange ish yeah yeah they're like they're like the refined like like um um like original like what seems like the origins of whatever dr strange's stuff came from yeah that makes any sense yeah apparently it's a lot of like full-on the power cosmic stuff so i guess yeah aside from silver surfer this is gonna be like the first time we see this in the mcu with that so yeah hopefully they can um like dial it up and dial it down where they need to but as of right now i'm just like you got a bunch of well-known faces to play like these big characters that no one ever heard of and no one like knows nothing about so like people know these actors they're very like most of them are like huge actors so yeah i mean do something like make it stand out other than like their star talent because i don't I don't necessarily need, like, Angelina Jolie to just be Angelina Jolie. I'd like her to be, like, the character that she is playing yeah. instead of her. That makes any sense? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the big thing, I was just kind of, like, I'm, I'm still, like, as, like, concerned I am about the visuals with it. Like, I'm still interested in this. I still, 
I like the fact that we're going full in chariots of the gods, kind of like we're going to be showing how they pushed the universe to where it is and like kind of different seeds being sown. I would like to know what this is about, though, is the big thing that I was coming away with it because Thanos, who is a deviant, who is an eternal, technically woke them up by being uh a big bully to the universe and snapping uh, back, basically. That might be it. I mean, yeah, they... And and now they need their, their Eternals who, uh, like, who were uh, mind-wiped for a bazillion years and they came, then all of a sudden they're like, oh, guess we gotta step in to this thing yeah. and be people or whatever, something like that. Uh, maybe they'll soft introduce Namor or whatever, and they'll tell us how uh, the Eternals uh, were responsible for everything, uh, every technological advancement. It's basically, I should be way more into this. Like, I should be way more, like, hyped about this movie <laughs> yeah. because it's literally Ancient Aliens, the film. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is this is straight up just, like, the dumb like, guilty pleasure stuff that I I love and I'm just like it's just presented in such a drab way so far that I'm just like <sighs> okay yeah it's, it's <laughs> just kind of like I don't know like it's like uh, ancient aliens but if they didn't have that guy yeah exactly. oh yeah the aliens guy yeah yeah if we didn't have no him. there are plenty of other guys on that show that are uh, would have taken his place oh totally I mean like the guy that literally wrote the book chariots of the gods or whatever yeah he keeps coming in and he's just like in my book chariots of the gods there it was a like, yeah he's he i always love him because he's just like yeah so i did this i thought of this <laughs> but yeah, uh it's good and then his protege guy is always like but it was aliens and here's why yeah i think uh okay i i think we're definitely I, there is like at the ending they throw in like a little joke at the ending so i guess it's not going to be humorless i hope that we go into somewhere down the point like either j jonah jameson's like uh like eternals they they're the reasons for everything and everyone's like oh no it's how, he's a crackpot and just i don't know it's yeah it's it's like this movie that's gonna come out now and weave itself into the design of every single film that came before it and yep. uh if they do it well i won't have any problems if they do it poorly uh it's probably gonna be forgotten add a lot of like <laughs> it's gonna add like a lot of like like uh plot holes like to this like to the like whole marvel franchise in my opinion like if if this was the origin of why Captain America's shield is there, but you never explain it or it's not done properly, then it's just this gonna it's gonna be this big problem. Or if they messed with the super soldier serum, it's just like this like domino effect that you we didn't need. You are basically answering questions that no one had, and then yeah. now that the question's out there and it wasn't answered well enough or it was presented not answered, mm-hmm. now it's just like cascading. Well, it's like yeah problem list of problems so yeah i think the whole the whole mc marvel universe kind of like has its like it has its ability to like kind of take 
take what it wants to go with with the origin because recently they had an event where the celestials which created the eternals um they yeah. they came back and uh they just started falling and dying from the sky and uh loki was there with like essentially a celestial killers and they were like oh we write wrongs of like issues with the celestials like humanity as it turns out was born from uh the vomit of a celestial (laughs) and and it melded into the earth and bacteria from that created humanity i kind of like the like yeah humanity's kind of gross and everything that makes sense that's we're god's vomit Uh, it does make sense yeah but a lot of comic book nerds were like, oh, I don't, I don't like how you're taking away the specialness of humanity. It was like, listen, if you don't like... We're super special. Yeah, we're, we're God's vomit. That's kind of metal, too. But, you know, um, I, but at the same time, Loki said that. So you could say he was lying or he was like... Yeah, but what are the Asgardians then? Like, come on. Yeah, well, Asgardians, they're like gods or like they can come from somewhere else. But they're not Eternals, which are better. Which are better, apparently. Yeah, like, so that's where I'm like, that's where I'm like wondering, like, what's the deal with Eternals if they're like like the next level of Celestial? And then like in this universe, Peter Quill is half Celestial. And then... At the same time, like the Asgardians are "quote unquote" gods, like, and then humanity, like, where does it all like fit in? Yeah, I, I want to know. And like, humanity has such like a uh, like vast adaptability, like they can become mutants or become mutated, like Captain Marvel, yeah, uh, Photon, Spider Man, the X Men, like the Fantastic Four, like all this, like these things. So like, yeah. I, and Captain America, the the big one. Uh, okay, <laughs> enough about that. Well, just one last note. Like every time an event happens, and they want to personify the universe, it takes the form of an Earth. So mm-hmm. humanity is very important, apparently, to the universe. If we're the personification of the universe, we'll always write it that way. Yep. We don't know any other way until mm-hmm. aliens come here and be like, "Dude, that's kind of fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, moving on. Unless, Aaron, do you have anything to say about this to close us out? Nope. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, this morning I checked my email. Today is Wednesday, uh, the 26th 26th of May. Yes. Anyway, this morning I checked my email. I got this email from Pokemon. And they told oh, what did me they, that. Uh, you, you, got, you got their personal email? Yeah, they sent me uh, my own email. They said, uh, hey, Blaze, we just want to let you know that the uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, those games, those are coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Here's the box art, and you can pre-order them if you want. Oh, oh. Oh, thanks. Um, Mm. No trailer or anything? No, no. And then I continued on, scrolled down in the email. Oh, by the way... um, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus are a new, like, Breath of the Wild style, like, 3D adventure uh, action game or whatever. A, a new, like, a new thing on the Pokemon formula. That comes out January 28th, um, 2022, just so you know. Damn. Also, here's the box art. If you want to pre-order it, uh, go for it. <laughs> cool. And um, 
no new trailer or screenshots or anything. Just here's the release date, and if you want to pre-order it, pre-order it. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, oh, cool. I mean, all right. <laughs> so I like go onto my computer. I do a little digging. For whatever reason, in the email, the games that come out first, the Gen Four remake games, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, those come out uh, like the week before Black Friday. So whatever the like Friday oh, nice. before that is, uh, which I will tell you right now, okay. which is the nineteenth of November. That's when they come out. They always mm-hmm. come out like around that time. And so it's like, it's going to be the 19th of November, 2021, as of right now. Why they didn't just put that in the email, I don't know. Um, and they showed off the covers, which don't have like any new form changes to uh, Dialga or Palkia, the legendaries. So um what they did with the gen 3 remakes the omega ruby and alpha sapphire they showed the primal reversions where which are essentially the mega evolution mechanic that's their form change for uh groudon and kyogre Mm -hmm. and people expected Mm -hmm. there to be like new forms for dialga and palkia (laughs) to have like a kind of like gimmick (laughs) for this game and if they were going to do dynamaxing which dynamaxing is the the mechanic for uh sword and shield the Gen 7 mechanic, they expected to, like, see those on the cover, but then if they were going to do, like, Mega Evolutions or, like, Primal Reversions, which that's what that's called for. These are a lot of new terms for me. Yeah, I know. This is going (laughs) to sound incomprehensible to a lot of people. But basically, they were going to show the new forms. It's like it was expected they would show the new forms of these, like mascot characters for these mm-hmm. games, these remakes on the covers, like they always have yeah. before, and they didn't. So people are like, now, and we they, we didn't get another trailer or anything. We got the initial trailer mm-hmm. and announcement for both of these games, and we have literally this is the newest information at, at all that we've had is the release dates for these <laughs> games. We didn't get new trailers. We uh. didn't get new uh, screenshots. We didn't get, uh, yeah. get we didn't get anything. And people were already like, man, those remakes, if they're a one-to-one remake, we hate the, like, the chibi style that you went with. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And it looks weird. And you're outsourcing it. All that stuff. <laughs> Are you going to be doing anything like interesting with it? Or is it yeah. just going to be like literally the same literally game, just, but it looks worse to a lot of people? Yeah. And then, oh, you For some ahead. reason, when that trailer came out, there were so many people on Twitter commenting about how like, yeah, well, like, the other remakes, uh, how, how do they fucking put it? Basically, like, they didn't understand that, like, um, yeah, okay, they were like, they were like, yeah, but it's a remake, guys, so it's, like, trying to be one-to-one. It's like, okay, well, this has never been the case in any other Pokemon game like this before. Like, I don't think people understood that, like, the uh, newer versions of uh, these older Pokemon games were different like in every way almost (laughs) like they had updated parts about them they had like new pokemon and all this shit and it's like why do people now all of a sudden forget that i don't know unless they just didn't play the older ones so yeah but yeah i mean even when they remade uh gen one in the gen three style it 
incorporated all of the new mechanics and typings and all that stuff yeah. into the game even if it was only the 151 eventually it opened up to include all of the uh the gen 2 and gen 3 pokemon and mm-hmm. it had like the sevi islands which were like new a new area for the game and, and like for those games exclusively yeah and it was just like different obviously and then when they remade Gen 2 in the Gen 4 style, they added a bunch of stuff. Following Pokemon, they... I don't know. They did a bunch of stuff. Like, it, it mm-hmm. was just, like, enhanced in every way. Graphically, like... Uh, anyway. And then Gen 3, obviously... Yeah, it's never been a one-to-one remake, is essentially. Yeah. And now yeah. this is a one-to-one remake, and it looks boring. It really does, and because we haven't had we have had radio silence since they talked about it like like over two months ago at this point, and now like there's apparently supposed to be a Pokemon presents sometime soon that will tell us when that uh, Tencent Pokemon MOBA game comes out, Pokemon Unite. Like we're getting a release date for that, and then we're getting oh, yeah. other stuff. But at at this point, and then they just. Then we get this email with this information, and I'm like, why, though? Wouldn't you... E3 is literally right around the corner. Wouldn't you just save that for that? Like, what are you doing? Uh, do they... Are they, like... I don't know. Pokemon is, a like, a really big franchise. Like, it's the biggest franchise mm-hmm. in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why they would feel like they would need to hide information about it they even if they didn't believe in this which i just can't believe they would at at an executive level like make these games or like continue to push these games out if they didn't believe in it they can hire whoever they need to to make this work like it doesn't matter um and get it out on time they could do that they have more money than god honestly uh yeah i don't know I don't know why. It feels like they're ashamed or embarrassed if they just, like, stealth it out like that. But Which is surprising. Now, all of a sudden, they're ashamed and embarrassed. I mean, maybe they should be. <laughs> yeah. But also, honestly. it's like, maybe, I don't know, they got too comfortable making the same thing over and over again with, like, no real innovation. And then the now they try to innovate, and they do it, like, in the laziest way possible to try and, like, I don't know either make as much money as possible or save as much money as possible i don't know like for yeah, what reason i don't know incomprehensible yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely excited for what pokemon legends arceus is but i don't i don't need the gen 4 remakes and i don't really want them if they're just the same but look worse. yeah like i'd i yeah. would have rather they ported the pixel uh version from the like a pixel version of platinum like just like Mm-hmm. port platinum on and all you i don't even mind if you just put the the left side of the ds screen on the left side like the top screen on the left side and the bottom screen on the right side or just like make it vertical like don't care i'd rather you just put that game as it is like on the switch yeah and i'd rebuy for that i don't know if i'd pay 60 bucks like i'd I would don't want to pay sixty dollars <laughs> for these one to one remakes, like no thanks. But that sucks. Anyway, uh, cool. Hopefully, we get actual footage and information about these games that 
just continued to disappoint. But so you're saying it's isn't... not a good time to jump back into Pokemon. Well, honestly, <laughs> Gen Four was when I I was like before Gen Four, I was like out of Pokemon. I was like, no, nah, I don't need to. Gen Four is what pulled me back into Pokemon. That's interesting. I, that was I had. You go. Uh, I was just saying that was like the point. Well, like I was kind of on my way out with Emerald. I was like, okay, I'm good. Like I. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, and then I played it and it was like. It doesn't help that, like, at the time, I think I said this in the podcast before, I would always break the top two uh, trigger buttons, I like, huh. on my DS all the time. Like, and all the time, I mean, I bought one, I bought another one, and then I got one for Christmas, and then I got that broken, too. So it was like, you know what? I have no idea what's wrong with my fingers, that they're that powerful, apparently. Too much power, yeah. <laughs> um, I never, I never broke any like buttons or triggers on my controllers. I was always like, <laughs> I like even like mashy button games like Kingdom Hearts you, never had a problem. Yeah, um, I don't know what it is. Uh, eh, probably, probably was. Uh, I was the. I don't want to finish that sentence. Anyway, so. <laughs> All right. I don't know where that was going. I genuinely don't. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, you might want to be careful whenever you get a PlayStation Five because the people have been like snapping the adaptive triggers. Ooh. Um, because like the, the adaptive triggers obviously like push back on you. Okay. So like if you just if you, instead of like playing with the button the way it's like intended, if you apply too much force, you'll just snap it and just like break the uh, mechanism okay. so that's like a thing that is routinely happening with these uh, controllers so. wow uh, Feels yeah good. <laughs> they're only as strong as like you know the components they put in there but uh yeah i did not have a ds when pokemon uh gen 4 came out originally i had basically it was like i'm not into the i'm not like i don't really care that's like for like kids pokemon's for kids i'm i'm like a like a i think i was like in around eighth grade or something at the time anyway uh and then i saw like the pokemon anime and i was like really like whoa that's what that's what a pokemon looks like now that's kind of cool and like the games were coming out and i was like man it's too bad i traded in my ds to uh to gamestop because now i i can't even play it if i wanted to and so I like I remember like like doing some yard work to earn enough money to buy a DS so I could get a mm -hmm. Pearl version, and I got a, a DS Lite. So I had traded in my like gray original DS, got a uh, DS Lite, like a the one of like the original like black DS uh, lights, mm -hmm. and then I got that, and eventually. I got uh, The World Ends With You. And I know I was, like, uh, obviously super hyped. And there, that's the history. I, I played that thing to death. So I remember I had my uh, original Fat DS. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was going to go trade in a bunch of games, like a whole stack of DS games and my DS to GameStop. Uh, I'm walking to the door. 
I have everything in like a big pile in my hands, and guess what falls out onto the sidewalk? <laughs> oh no! My DS. Does it immediately <laughs> it snaps in half? Oh god! Nope, god. it's snapped in half, and I, I, uh, I picked it up. I put the top back on the bottom, try to make it look like it wasn't broken, oh, and I was like, "Hey, I want to treat this." <laughs> god. And they were like, "Oh, this." They were like, "Oh." This is fine. We should, and then it all falls apart in their hands. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh, we can take this," and I was like, "Fuck God. me, man!" That sucks. And then you, yeah. when it broke apart, you're like, "How did that happen?" <laughs> I want a <laughs> refund. <laughs> you just destroyed <laughs> my DS. <laughs> I I traded in my DS, uh, my original DS, so I could get a uh, a PSP, the original PSP. I remember that. Because that was what the cool teenager game system was. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended Not up wrong. getting the DS again so I could play my yeah. baby games, Pokemon. You see, <laughs> and I haven't stopped since. Haha. Ha. I I will I will always have a place in my heart for the PSP uh, for three good games that it made only. And <laughs> which games are those? I want to hear this. Uh, Crisis Core. Two out of three. Two out of three are uh, definitely from Square. Yeah, two that. out of three are from Square. Uh, Birth by Sleep, uh, okay. Crisis Core, both prequels. Um, and then Man. there was a tale, yeah. Tales of Symphonia, no, no, Tales of game that I probably am looking back with more rose-tinted glasses than there were. Oh, for sure. And it's... For sure. And it was like Tales of the World. And it was like... Uh, the Avengers initiative of <laughs> Tales games. Awesome. Like, it had all the previous characters in there, and you could make your own character, and they could what? hang out nice. with all the other ones. So That sounds kind of awesome, though. Yeah, it was kind of awesome. And, uh... Okay. Yeah. Did, no Dissidia for you, Rob? No Dissidia. Well, I did play Dissidia. I just really sucked at it. So, that's... <laughs> That's why. Oh, in my, you did give me a brain blast, though. Thanks, Rob. We actually have a news story that we weren't going to talk about because I totally forgot. I emitted it from my brain. But word on the street is there's a, a new uh, action RPG made by uh, Ninja Theory, mm-hmm. the Neo team, and oh yeah, uh, that they're making a Final Fantasy Origins yeah. is the uh, is the title, the leaked title. And uh, apparently the logo, screenshots, and other stuff is leaked. And it's a, it's about, like, it takes place in the world of the first Final Fantasy. And the confirmed characters right now are uh, apparently Garland and Warrior of Light. And, again, it's made by the Neo team. And they're trying to make it more accessible to players than Neo is. So closer along the lines of, like, somewhere in between what Neo is and Jedi Fallen Order which are they're using as direct references so playing mm-hmm. a game as the warrior of light like one if i got to customize my own warrior of light and then switch jobs into like whatever i wanted um and then uh play like a loot based like progression system that sounds amazing uh, right off the bat yeah i mean yeah, literally everything about it, like all the pieces, make a lot of sense. Uh, like within the context of the game that they're trying to make. So hopefully we get something super cool. Yeah. yeah. 
and the other rumor on the street is that it's going to have an alpha like a demo that people with playstation 5s and possibly pc it's going to be exclusive for playstation 5 and pc uh, mm. probably a timed exclusive but um i assume it's going to be like pc ps5 sometime this summer there's going to be like a alpha demo that mm. fans can provide feedback to to like uh basically make the game play better and be more accessible overall so i'm looking forward to that that's for sure yeah. um i'm sure that yeah. there was like a mysterious final fantasy project that square was going to announce and that seems to be it so we're getting down to the wire uh only a couple more weeks until e3 at this point so mm-hmm. and moving on to e3 xbox and bethesda finally announced their showcase date and time which is uh the 13th of june at 1 p.m eastern 10 p.m uh, 10 a.m pacific so that's gonna be big it's a com- combo showcase it's gonna be huge yeah and maybe they'll show some exclusives there like starfield haha ha. <laughs> <laughs> i i think yeah, i don't know about that one i think the yeah no that game's not coming anytime soon by the way I think the only Bethesda game that I'm like kind of looking forward to right now is Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm. Uh, but that's just which be- is not an exclusive. It's not an yeah. exclusive. Mm-mm. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> now I'm even more excited. Uh, yeah, didn't they well, publish that? Like that's not like a Bethesda property. Yeah, that's a Tango yeah, no, game it's works. Bethesda- yeah, so it's Bethesda published, and that was before the deal. Okay. So it's it's probably coming. It's as of right now, there is no like takes backsies or exclusivity, even though it's like theirs mm-hmm. for it. It's still coming to PlayStation, like PlayStation. Yeah. As of right now, I mean, Microsoft has infinite money at yeah. like at the end of the day, so they could just do it anyway. Like even if legal stuff was involved they could just spend more money than sony has because they can by a large large margin yeah uh but i don't think it'll come to that yeah i'm I'm... so but starfield and other bethesda exclusive developed games are totally not going to playstation at all but they will go to pc Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know there's that yeah yeah i still feel like this generation like the 360 and uh and PS3 generation is a is a generation where I want all of the systems. The Xbox One and PS4 generation was not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. I I personally want an Xbox Series X so I could play multi-platform games and Games Pass games, and I guess they're exclusives on that platform because it is the more powerful machine. And as of right now, there aren't any exclusives from either company that like makes it so their platform is necessary um and then i need the ps5 because sony consistently puts out exclusives when they do put them out that are um, amazing like are amazing yeah like i i can't play intergrade on uh an xbox i can't play final fantasy 7 remake on an xbox Mm -hmm. so we're just we're we're at that point and i'm just like that's a thousand dollars at the end of the day and these and these consoles are like still pretty impossible to get but interestingly enough it seems like uh the playstation 5 is like f- 
five times. I don't know if this is an accurate. This is, I, this is a, what I remember hearing, so take that with a grain of salt. Okay. I believe the PlayStation 5 has sold five times as more units than the Xbox Series X and yeah. S. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes and sense. It, yeah, but like the console availability is what I'm like getting mm-hmm. at. Apparently, Xbox just didn't have as many consoles at all. Really? Like, in, in like comparison the number of, it's not just like they sold five times as better and like you can't get a playstation 5 but you could totally get an xbox series x or s the xbox series x and s sell out all the time basically yeah as fast it's as like the same thing yeah yeah mm. but the like but there's just so much less of them really but i guess the yeah so like you can't get either of them but i didn't know that it was that like there are way more playstation 5s out there than there are xboxes i did not mm. know that that's that's why it's such an interesting statistic to me okay this is this shows how like to the point my bias is here with it because i was like oh man i wonder what like i never stopped to think what's going on with xbox with the xbox series s like when all the ps5s were selling out i was just like oh man that sucks i'd really like ps5 but yeah yeah i wonder how many more sales they would have had just from people giving up on trying to get a PS5 if they actually had the stock yeah. to uh Oh, I would have, <laughs> have definitely had an Xbox Series X at this point if uh yeah. if that was the case. Like not even a joke. I, I would not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mate. I almost almost clicked the the I had a Series S in cart. I think I talked about this last <laughs> week or the week before. And I was like I like put it I deleted it from my card. I put it back in the card. I was like, I don't need this, but I want this thing. Even though I have all of my games that I want to play on the PlayStation 5, an upgraded version, I could just get Games Pass and have a whole slew of games, but my backlog. You could get Games Pass and play them on uh, PC. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, I just have a PC, but there's something about a console experience. I don't know. It's It's my brain. I've always been wired for console games than i have mm-hmm. been for like even so though i just I know, uh, plug in a controller i, I mean get, i have an xbox uh, controller right right next yeah, to my computer exactly. uh, even and it's also an a, an additional layer where it's like oh this game's coming out for the switch and other systems and pc i'd always prefer the the, the console version and then if there's the quote-unquote portable version i'll always choose that option like for the new like the neo the world ends with you game there's a PS4 version and a uh, Switch version. I will get the Switch version. There's uh, yeah, I understand that because the Switch is like more so than any other console an actual experience because you can just take it and go wherever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Even if that wherever is your bed. It really is, but it's yeah. like additionally, it's like the worst performing version. Like it's the version that is less good overall. Yeah at every time because i'm always going to play it handheld i'm never going to put it in the dock to get marginal performance boost so whatever that's me uh they're doing a showcase moving on the sandman cast at least like more of it was shown off which netflix is making a sandman show if which is really weird because uh, like you think you'd be on disney plus but i guess you know, if they're going to do like the Sony Cinematic Universe, I mean, the Sandman having his own show is a pretty good move. I mean, 
Yeah, but it's interesting that it's like a DC thing and it's not like HBO. Mm-hmm. Like HBO didn't take this. <laughs> like, how bad did AT and T mess up? Uh, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think this has been going on. Like, there's been like rumors of this for a while. I don't know, but like, yeah, it's been like for a million years they've talked about how oh, there's a Sandman TV show. Ooh, yeah, and before- but it's never like. Here's the people. Yeah, and there was what was it? Uh, back when I believe they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with the DCEU, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was about to make a movie of the Sandman, and he was going to star as Morpheus. But huh. um, yeah, now we're we just got apparently a really good audible production of it which yeah which i just downloaded uh after i saw this because i was like yeah i should probably listen to that and i have audible and i've got a million credits like la- laid out there for it so i should probably just use it um but yeah i i think uh it's an interesting cast uh i don't I'm not sure if this goes for you guys, but it looks like a lot of unknowns to me. Uh, I mean, I think that there are a lot of like known, like British actors. Yeah. Um, besides Patton Oswalt, who's not a British actor. Yeah. But um, they got the werewolf from Harry Potter. They do. They got the doctor's uh, girlfriend companion from. Uh, they got uh. Yeah. They got that that one guy. <laughs> And then a bunch of other people, you know. Yeah, there's there's a couple of them where it's yeah, where yeah, you. <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> oh, I have to edit that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang. Damn. Forty two set forty two minutes in, I have to edit that. Oh <laughs> I'm just marking it down. Ah oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, no worries. But yeah, I the audience will never know your shame. I know, they'll never know my shame. Um, but they, yeah, they, there's a lot of them where it's just like, I'm like, oh, I remember that person from, um, um, but, uh, they, they all look like they, they fit it and they, like the ones that I do know, they're really talented. So they are bringing like a lot of great people to this, so. It's got. It's good to know that they're not just like, um, and playing Lucifer is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> which would be kind well, of he awesome. He in his contracts he cannot play a villain. He cannot so play he a villain. Good, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lucifer's kind of a good guy in those, in the DC universe. Oddly enough. Well, that makes sense. Honestly. <laughs> uh. All right. Well. I guess if we have no more thoughts on that, hopefully it's good. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then, very anecdotally, uh, the Unreal Engine 5 is in early access, apparently. So, that was just announced today. Okay. As of the 27th. Oh, snap. So, All right. Did they have uh, footage of it? Or is it like... Yeah, they showed more stuff about how you can like easily mod it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, basically... It's empowering all uh, creators across all industries to do the thing. And they showed more of a different demo. Um, it's not pr- it's not a production-ready build. 
but you get to basically get your hands on it and you get to play around with nanite which is the uh the virtualized micro polygon geometry system which we had talked about in depth and uh yeah it's just wild stuff you can learn more about it on uh unrealengine.com uh, obviously mm-hmm. and lumen which is their light their fully dynamic global illumination solution which is epic's version of ray tracing essentially um, mm-hmm. but it's different it's very uh feels robust apparently and then the things you can do with it how you can use it across multiple industries and uh all the sound design stuff looks pretty interesting too uh dynamic sound ba- like built right into it so mm-hmm. and they have a. Uh, yeah, it seems pretty cool. So if you're into that kind of thing and you want to be part of uh, early access, uh, unrealengine.com. But we're not sponsored by them. But for the first time in the podcast run, uh, we have a sponsor. We do? Maybe yeah. really? Yeah. You're lying. I'm not lying. Don't you want to hear about how we're sponsored by a new podcast that's out there i mean kind of kind of what go on go on or we're being sponsored by a new uh a new narrative podcast that tells Mm. the story of a bank clerk named stanley ipkiss (laughs) when he's transformed into a maniac superhero when he puts on a mysterious mask it's called the mask Oh, my God. Anyway, jokes aside, uh, Rahm and I watched the Mask <laughs> movie from 1994. Uh, <laughs> you think we'd get any money for this show? <laughs> the thing is... No, that's why I was surprised. <laughs> the thing is, it's either you would have waited to tell us right now, like, finally, we're getting paid, or uh, B, B it would be like... He would have run like to each of our houses and just been like, <laughs> "We're getting paid." Like, yeah, I would have told you guys. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you guys if that ever happens. But it's just, I thought, I thought about this really dumb bit where, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, like, I think Rob and I were talking about a uh, like narrative podcasts or something, <laughs> or I heard of, I, I was like, li- I was listening to something that was talking about like true crime podcasts and there's like a million of them and i was like wouldn't it be hilarious to be sponsored by that and run an ad about a narrative podcast but it was about the mask (laughs) that's uh that's how my brain works so there it is Uh, anyway uh yeah so we're gonna move on to what we did uh this past week week in review oh i guess to round out the mask holds up pretty well yeah, it's not as offensive as I really expected it to be. Um, obviously, it has a very, uh, just like jumping right in there. The Mask is a very much a 90s film. Yes. And it depicts women in a very much a 90s uh, Hollywood fashion, which is like uh, conquest to uh, to conquer or whatever. I don't know. It's, I don't, it's not great. It's yeah. really bad uh, in modern context but the main character while pressured from the environment that he's in does not of his own like inclinations seem to believe that but just like spider-man 3 the mask enhances his inner desires which is just to be loved 
and I guess do some loving if that makes me. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, Rob, why don't you explain what the mask is for uh, people who don't know, like me, who didn't know that the mask. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. This, this uh, like uh, I almost said Ace Ventura. This uh, comic book. What is his? What is his name? Stanley Ipkiss? Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Why? <laughs> Can I remember Jim Carrey's name? Yeah, well, he's not just some Jim Carrey character. Oh, well, th- yeah. The Mask was originally a Dark Horse comic. It was uh, pitched as much more of a horror series. Um, and that's why New Line Cinemas, they were famous for Freddy Krueger. They picked up the rights for it. And uh, they made the smart decision of like kind of getting some of the more ickier bits away from it. Like... Stanley Ipkiss was a wife beater and like all of that in the comics. And luckily they like turned him into, you know, not the worst. And like, yeah, they just turned him to the um, incel king. <laughs> okay. Joker's the incel king, but he's very close to being the incel. King. <laughs> he's like, he's like the proto Joker. He really <laughs> is like the nicest guy, uh, meme um, yeah uh, pro doker if you will <laughs> pro doker <laughs> god uh pro doker um but yeah it's yeah it's kind of like uh he's not entirely um a nice guy how how the meme has become but he's very close to be fitting entirely into that mold um, yeah, if there's the definition of the word simp, and um, <laughs> you just have a picture of Stanley Ipkiss from The Mask. Banned on Twitch. He's... Yeah, he, I, I, that's the emote that you have. It'd be called Stan. Stan. He is a Stan. Uh, but what do you call it? Uh, no. Uh, but yeah, the essential idea of the character is it's a mask that either has the power or contains the spirit of Loki, uh, the trickster god, and it will imbue anyone with that kind of chaotic, godly power. So it lands up in the hands of a kind of down-on-his-luck, uh, kind of early 30s guy who's just got kind of got a simple, like friendly demeanor and just loves cartoons and but he can't he can never catch a break he can never catch a break but yeah by uh giving into everyone else's desires and will and now he gets the mask and now he gets to enact them whether he likes it or not yeah his id takes over and luckily he's not entirely the worst but he borders on yeah, some it's scary cartoonish. stuff. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like it's cartoon logic at that point. Yeah, he's he's not like maniacal or like he's not like scum, but he's mm-hmm. he's just like they 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 try to they're like the most icky part. I think Blaze will agree with is when they're trying to emulate a Pepe like Pew cartoon at one point. Yeah. And that yeah, which is peak nineties, and yeah. it's like the whole point of the scene, in context, I guess, is like he does not feel like he is good enough. He feels like he has to put on the mask to be who he who he should be, quote unquote. Yeah, and and he does that kind of thing where he isn't able to control him his like inner desires, like uh, whatever. Yeah, and um, yeah, 
so and it, it is and in it, context like and it's gross but it's supposed to be like as the audience you're supposed to be like you suck you're an yeah idiot. and it's not like yeah go get him pepe le pew no yeah, it's in the scene it's like you have her actively like kicking him in the dick cameron diaz's and, character yeah Tina. yeah actively like pushing him away and like rebutting it and it's so it's like that that's be- better than i don't know yeah most pepe le pew cartoons uh but yeah yeah he's not the character we're sympathizing in that in that uh, yeah in that scene. scene he then gets arrested by the police and like me and plays are yeah. like you know what good good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, otherwise, the movie's fine. I mean, uh, it's darker than I expected it to be. It's definitely PG-13, like hard PG-13, yeah. for sure, with the amount of violence and stuff in that. They, there's moments where, like, it just goes, and you're like, okay, this is a kid's movie, and then it just makes a hard turn, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like, kills some guys in, like, a pretty bloody way yeah actually yeah yeah uh yeah i found out so, i mean it's uh you go uh nothing i found out that one newspaper scene where uh they're holding him above the printer and you you were joking like tomorrow they're gonna print with red ink um <laughs> apparently there was a deleted scene where the bad guy who gets the mask uh spoilers i guess um for that almost 30 year old yes for almost 30 year old movie um the reason we don't see the reporter character through the rest of the movie is he throws her into the printer machine oh no! and the machine starts printing red ink but then it prints her obituary on the front page oh, <laughs> in another cartoon <laughs> thing wow so that sucks yeah they, wait that's kind of funny it's kind of funny and it's but it's also kind of messed up so i i understand them being like yeah, if we have to cut something, let's cut this. But, For real, I, would, I probably would have pushed it a little bit over the edge, even if it's like... Yeah, it's like a PG-13 kind of thing, and still would be a little fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was The Mask. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, apparently, from what I have read, that people have been itching for a mask too for like ever since the first oh there was one unfortunately was was there really yeah Yeah. they made it without jim carrey and it yeah that was the problem it oh it's like loki comes into it and he wants the mask back and odin's there but it's like it's called the son of the mask and oh and then that kid wears the mask yeah no the kid is no that would make sense what happens is the guy impregnates his wife while wearing the mask, and so the kid is half mask, half yeah. human. Yeah, that, that's that what doesn't it was. make any sense. And so the kid turns into like, no, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> so the kid is like, he like has the mask abilities already, and yeah, and he's like a baby, and he can just do it whenever. And it leads to like early to like two thousand seven CG antics. And it all looks terrifying. Cool. Like, well, I'm glad that that movie doesn't exist to me. Yeah, uh, I literally have zero context, and I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Even when I was looking up, they like and people wanting a a mask sequel. Yeah. Apparently, they blocked that out. 
they blocked that out so that like I too would not know of this movie that has yeah. apparently been made. And my sister, so. my sister was smart. I remember when I was a kid, I was, I loved the mask and I still like it, but it's like, I, I was obsessed with it. And so I ended up, uh, we were at a movie theater at one point and I remember they would like rush me past the posters one time. And this is like before it was on the internet and all that. And I was like, why do you keep rushing me past it? And he was like, oh, it's something really scary. You're not going to be able to see it. And it was the Son of the Mask poster. And so, awesome. so they actually probably saved me from... Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. But yeah. They thought that you would want to see that movie if you saw the poster and they were like, no, we can't see this movie. <laughs> well, no, they, they were they were smart promoting it because the poster was just the mask. It wasn't like the character of the mask is the mask and it said like son of the mask at the bottom. And so like I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, all of this is a moral of the story is uh Play Persona Five. Play Persona Five. Understand uh, <laughs> that you can just be yourself, who you are true, beneath true. the mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Rob beat Persona Five Royal last week. Yep. And uh, so here's we started Strikers. Here's everything that's different about with Royale. So anyway. And then it's a big bleep sound <laughs> for those. No, I I won't say anything until we're all caught big, up. No, there's just like a bleep sound, and then uh, we cut back, and it's just Blaze and I here. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is gone. You no know, one ever talks about me ever again. <laughs> yeah, you were written out of the show. Uh, no. Because uh, if you guys didn't think this was scripted, uh, you're totally wrong. This is the most oh, scripted show on television. Totally. Like, you can hear me flipping through pages. So, anyway. Uh, where were we? Okay. Persona 5 Strikers, oh, what are your um, Third page? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I third played a, started playing Persona 5 Strikers. Um, and it's it's really good. I, uh, like, I feel like I would have had, like, a lot more kind of nostalgic feelings with it if I didn't, like, go one from another. Like, but still seeing them reunited, it's still, like... It's like, oh, it's good to see, like all of that. Um, and all your friends are back together. Yeah, and but sometimes, like I, I said this with Blaze, like there's sometimes where they emphasize, like a, like they go big with their per personality traits, and like some character remind you what you have missed, but it's only been two days for yeah, while, so so it's annoying. Yeah, so like uh, Futaba does her like laugh like every cutscene that she's in she'll do like a <laughs> and i'm like i'm i'm going to rip your head oh no <laughs> uh, uh no uh but there is yeah it's really good um the first character um that you the first boss you fight is uh something i'm surprised like with the with the obsession of uh, Lady Dimitrescu from uh, Resident Evil Village, I'm surprised this character didn't end up becoming something. Too anime. It wasn't Too like, anime. Uh, it wasn't, uh, she didn't have the same reach because Persona, 
is less realistic it's too anime as an aesthetic so only like a part of the internet got to be obsessed with it yeah and the part of the internet that was obsessed with that character was like obsessed with it when the game originally came out yeah at the like (laughs) beginning of 2020 i believe yeah and instead of when (laughs) we got it in yeah when did that come out february yeah 2021 so like a full year <laughs> before we got it yeah the internet had come and gone with yeah every time session over it so yeah so uh i was just introduced to it um yeah it was uh the game is it's very hard in the beginning um like the first boss kicked my ass three times like um but it's it's one of those it's not like dark soulsy hard which i know that's annoying to compare that to to because if you if you play it the way it's meant to be played it's easy but like it's it's kind of it's just i don't know you have to really manage things very well and i had to like look up a few tips and tricks to like kind of uh, make the most of the supplies i had like uh, i found out there's a special combo that's uh basically a way to heal yourself without using any items or sp so hmm. um cool yeah and but yeah aside from that it's pretty good i'm looking forward to playing more sweet um moving on aaron did you want to talk about some of the games you've been playing some of the games i've been playing yep which ones are those <laughs> uh, dot hack infection uh, and it's, Swords of Legends. it's on page six. Oh right yeah uh yeah so beta for this new game a 40 came beta. out yeah 40 dollar beta well like the game is 40 dollars to get into the beta weekend it's already over i think um yeah so swords of legends it's a chinese mmo um player for the weekend uh i don't know it's like playing that and experiencing that game um gave me like a better appreciation for what final fantasy 14 is i think um i guess the easiest way to describe it and i know that you probably might hear this all the time, but Swords of Legends is literally like World of Warcraft. Like it's just Chinese World of Warcraft with a different combat system. Um probably more akin to Blade and Soul, but uh I only played Blade and Soul like a little bit before it got shut down. Um actually no, I think I was in the beta for the US release and that was like all I played. I never get to play the actual thing. But um Yeah, so I started this game and um essentially like wow uh you have no incentive to care about the story or anything all you do is button mash through the entire thing and try to go as fast as possible to try to level up as fast as possible to get to the highest level as fast as possible and just do everything as fast as possible like nobody fucking cares it's just like button clicking fest go here go there kill everything in like one or two hits and then go turn in your quest and it's like that's essentially the experience of the game um like wow uh <laughs> It's, like, funny because I was, like, just going through the areas. You get a new quest, and it's like, oh, 
go here to this area, kill like three of these things, then come back. And like literally the map design and uh, how enemies are like later on the world and how they like walk around is just one to one. Wow. Um, the uh, all the quest design is just wow. Uh, except the only different thing is that uh, combat is more action based. Um, you can have like an original uh, or a classic MMO like control scheme, um, but I think the game probably incentivizes you more to play in the action style, which is left and right click or like your one and two abilities, um, like your basic attack and then your secondary combo. Um, I played Cleric at first. Or not Cleric, sorry. Uh, Summoner at first. And it fucking sucked ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got to like level 17, I think. And at that point, I had like four skills that I used. And most of it was just hitting one, my left click three times, then my right click once. Um, and I switched between the DPS and like. Like, each uh, class has two different specs. I switched between the DPS and the healer spec. I got no healing abilities, like, at that point. Um, so I don't even know why it was, like, called a healing class. And, like, it was hardly even a support class because I also didn't have any support abilities. Um, I didn't even get my summon until, like, level 5 or 6 or some stupid shit. It was, like, way too long without it. But anyway, yeah, it was fucking boring as shit. Um... All I did was like left click, right click, left click, right click, maybe press three sometimes. Um, and eventually, I think the next day, like I was like really fucking pissed off because that class sucked just ass so much. Um, uh, and then eventually we uh, made new characters and I made a Reaper. Um, Reaper from Final Fantasy fourteen online and Walker? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, I already made that joke. I was like, "Well, this game has Reaper. It's already better than Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, I'm I'm surprised that we didn't say anything about uh, that like last episode. Like, we didn't do any Overwatch jokes when we talked about Reaper for Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh yeah, well, I was like, I don't equate Reaper from Overwatch to anything that is like stereotypically Reaper, like yeah. a scythe. Because Reaper doesn't have a scythe in Overwatch. Yeah. He has two guns. <laughs> but anyway, I played Reaper. It was more fun, but it was like just more of clicking, left clicking and then right clicking. Um, except I got to use like better combos, I guess. Like I had immediately more buttons that I could press, which is like, I guess, the experience that they want. Um, yeah, essentially, if you're looking for a game that's exactly like WoW, except it just looks like a modern day mobile game i guess with like all the bells and whistles but none of the uh substance <laughs> like if you all you want to do is go from point a to point b as fast as you possibly can um and if you don't then fuck you i guess essentially <laughs> it's like the kind of gameplay loop that they go for um then yeah you can play that game it's like okay i don't know it kind of like baffled me because i played wow when it fucking came out mm -hmm. and that game was like incredible at the time right but now we're here in like 2021 i guess this game has been out for two years in china already uh -huh. but we're here in 2021 and we're still getting games that are fucking exactly like it with like very minor changes or just like 
copying what retail wow is right now and then just like changing a couple of things and so like yeah this experience fucking sucks like is it like in a, i think i was like is it in like a different kind of setting is it like in a sci-fi setting or is it no the whole thing takes place uh it's like chinese legend uh-huh. essentially um that's another thing the character customization isn't that uh in depth because like you're playing chinese characters but even at that point like you can't customize your character that much mm-hmm. like unless you try really hard they'll all look just super pretty like uh standard uh shit you can't really change your body type all that much uh there's like two skin colors like <laughs> you can't even be like darker skin it's kind of fucked up uh you have to be really pale and uh really handsome uh but yeah i oh, no, not that like your character even fucking matters because all of the customization is locked behind uh paywalls essentially yeah. um but yeah i don't know it's just like really disappointing to see that like new mmos coming out are just more of the same yeah. and like not even trying to like get you interested in any way like they just want you to grind as much as possible and like be playing as much as possible i think like that's the problem with a uh, retail wow is like you can never take a break at a high level like if you want to play at a high level which most people play at right now you have to just keep playing all the time and do everything as fast as possible if you don't have the proper gear nobody will want to fucking play with you because like you're just a hindrance at that point and it's like yeah your gear isn't uh, up to snuff and we can't finish this dungeon in uh two minutes and 30 seconds so you'd probably be finishing it at like two minutes and 45 seconds if you brought you along so we're just gonna leave you behind and get somebody better it's like essentially the mindset of like playing that game with anybody and it's like there's no i guess if you call that fun there's like nothing in that game is like precious essentially yeah that's why i kind of like valued final fantasy 14 more after that is because it's like the game of final fantasy 14 doesn't start when you hit level 80 it doesn't start at end game content it starts whenever the fuck you want it to because you can just do whatever the fuck you want right and like it doesn't matter if you have uh the highest level gear like you can just still play and like there are dungeons where it just sinks your level up and if you want to play with your friends like it doesn't fucking matter like everybody will just be at the same place um but yeah at the end of the day sort of legends it's whatever i guess if you want to play it go for it <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't right. recommend it it's just kind of like boring Thank you for sharing that horrible experience you had, and um, I want okay. you to, to now talk about a good game. Yeah? Dot Hack. Yeah, so I started playing a Dot Hack Infection, which is the first in a series of four PS2 games. I think it came out in 2001 in Japan, 2002 here. It's pretty fucking old, but... Uh, yeah i started playing that game i had a dot hack outbreak when i was younger which is the third game in the series and obviously when i started playing it i had no idea what the fuck was going on um i just like the cover art um and also i was like a kid so i didn't really understand the concept of the game uh and that i had to like read stuff <laughs> and uh i very much didn't understand how to play it but anyway flash forward now I'm an adult, and I can read. Uh, so yeah, 
I just decided to play it like on a whim essentially. I like really like the franchise. Uh if people don't know dot hack is like sword on sword art online but uh interesting. It actually has like a story and like stakes and like people that you care about. Um which if people don't know what sword art online is, essentially it's like takes place in a video game world. Mm-hmm. Um but like some murder mystery shit happens and like somebody dies in the uh from playing the game uh in the game oh somebody dies in the game and then in real life from playing the game is essentially what happens and like they're trying to figure out why this happened and like how it's connected to the game and like what caused the problem all that shit um so yeah i played about like three four hours of it and then my power went out and I had to like revert to save. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to take a break. And then uh, I decided to actually stream it and just like restart from the beginning. So uh, I have that up somewhere, the VOD. But yeah, that game is mad good. It's kind of like crazy to think that it came out in like really, really early 2000s. Like, holy shit. It's um really does a good job of getting you immersed into the setting because you boot the game up and it logs you into your like computer os essentially where you can like check your emails uh and all that stuff is like really important for building the world like uh you get a lot of news bulletins uh in there about like stuff that's happening around the world and then you log into the video game portion and it's like you it's like you're launching the game and you boot up the game with the launcher and you see like the message board that you can go check which is like full of people who are uh also playing the game but it's like a really interesting way to like introduce tutorials where like they have like newbies quote unquote asking like questions and then people are replying with the answers to those and it's like i don't know like personally i like love that kind of shit so like the uh first like 45 minutes of the game is like just me reading but uh it like helps immerse you into the setting before you boot into the game um and so yeah you like start the game some crazy shit happens your friend ends up in a coma in real life and now you're trying to get to the bottom of it in the game world um the graphics are like surprisingly very good it reminds me a lot of monster hunter um really and the combat and like equipment system is very in depth. Um, it's like a, it's almost like Final Fantasy fourteen, where what you wear is like dictating the abilities that you have. Um, and they literally even say like in the message board, like, yeah, we recommend you take a bunch of gear out because you can switch it during combat. So like you can switch abilities like on the fly. Um, the combat is also pretty interesting. Um, at least where I'm at right now, it's like pretty basic uh, because I don't have a lot of skills that I can use. Uh, it's mostly just mashing X, but uh, still, it's very good. Like it's actually really fucking good. I was watching it and play for a very, very brief amount of time, but I could tell that it was doing a lot mechanically, and yes. that is more modern than I ever expected it to. Yeah, do that's what I was saying. I was a like, twenty-year-old game. It's so surprising how like this game wasn't that popular i think um because like there's so much to do (laughs) like off the bat um 
and like it holds your hand through the beginning of it, which is very good because there is a lot that you uh, could. There's a lot that you could just like get into and like be over your head essentially. Um, like how the game factors in uh, different levels. Um, essentially, what happens is you go to a portal and you input three different keywords. Um, and depending on the combination of keyword, you get, uh, a certain level. And so there's like a fuck ton of keywords and, uh, I guess a bunch of levels. And so if you like, just put it in at random, you could like end up zoning into a high level area. Um, Mm. yeah, it's like, and so like you have to talk with other players in the game or look at the message board or look at your emails to like get hints at like where to go and like what levels are like good for you and like what keywords to put in. It's like super fucking, it does such a fucking good job at making the game seem like an MMO, even though it's just like a bunch of NPCs running around, but it's like you interact with them in like such a, uh, believable way that like, it's like, oh shit, am I like actually playing with people right now? It's like, what the fuck? It's it, fucking that's awesome. Like bef- all before like WoW or Final Fantasy. Yeah, this is like in. yeah, it's like Ultima <laughs> like reference and mm-hmm. like uh, I think at this point, yeah, EverQuest. I was gonna say that like at that point the biggest MMO was fucking EverQuest. It's yeah, like, it's yeah, wild. fucking crazy. And, and it, like, like no one talks about uh no no one really talks about dot hack. They all they talk about nope. I mean, this like premise is Sword Art Online. It's yeah, like, God. Do you guys know? You yeah, I know. It's like it's really fucking annoying because I was watching. What made me want to play in the first place was I was rewatching Dot Hack Sign, and I was like thinking exactly the same things. So I was like, "Wow, this fucking this TV show just builds this community, this MMO community, and like makes it all so believable." And it's like an actual interesting like murder mystery story. Like it's not action based. Like it's all character based and character driven, and it's like. I'm so like invested in it and that I'm like, how is like anything else better than this? Or how is anything else more popular than this? Like, I don't know. Boggles the mind. But anyway, yeah, I've been playing that. I was streaming it on Twitch. Um, I'm sure we'll link it down below if you want to hear me talk a lot. The game is voice acted in English. I have that turned on, but like all the uh, message board stuff and emails, I uh, have to read. <laughs> Oh, so, that's but it's whatever. I I cool. I love to hear your spin on that. So that's that sounds like. Oh, a bonus. I just read it in my normal voice. I don't. It was I started streaming at like five in the morning, so <laughs> I was not doing crazy voices. You're just anything. like so. Yeah, the uh, the virus got out. That's uh, a <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh-huh. pretty much just like that. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Aaron, Aaron does a good job as a host. Uh, I'll definitely link it up below for everyone to uh, check out yeah. whenever he, uh, ends up going. If you follow him, I believe Twitch sends you the, the noty to, like, they do. Time, so, yeah. Uh, okay. Or you can watch the VOD. Yes, that too. It's up there. Um, yeah. All right. So, very quick hits. We finished Horimiya. Uh, very good show, very wholesome. We did. Um, probably won't be a season two. I don't think there's a season two, but uh, man, that show is good. The manga is good. Check it out if you haven't already. Yeah. 
um heads up there's a global manga shortage during the <laughs> pandemic manga uh tripled in sales really so i yes, i heard about that mm-hmm. i heard uh what was it uh demon hunter demon slayer demon slayer demon slayer is now currently outselling all of the american comic market yeah it's like impossible to get anything past uh number ones and number ones are off the shelf always yeah so you know uh was it after we recorded last week uh the news about uh uh yeah taro uh mira Mm -hmm. uh if you don't know which you probably don't honestly uh he is the creator of berserk he passed away yeah uh, age 54 um yeah i think uh, it was a heart complications yeah he he basically uh i don't i think it's called aortic dissection or something like that and basically like a valve split open in his heart mm-hmm. and he died uh that's terrible and uh yeah it's basically he worked himself to death in a lot of ways uh which is what the the um the manga industry does to you yeah. especially in japan yeah. so he he was only 54 berserk is like celebrated as uh one of the best mangas of all time it's not finished yeah. uh he wrote uh, it and also did all the art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it, there was a story about uh, he uh, was it. It's the creator of Ippo Hajime, no Ippo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he basically uh, Mira went to work as like a as like a intern, I guess, for him. And after like a day or two, he like. Uh, sent him away he was like i have nothing to teach you and yeah <laughs> he just started like go make your own manga and mm-hmm. like he started berserk after that which berserk has been running since like 89 i think yeah um and guts the character uh he has a giant buster sword yep and without him we wouldn't have like cloud strife and characters like that yeah just so uh we wouldn't have like monster hunter i don't think a, a, oh, a yeah. bunch of Probably stuff not. like all this all this crap is from Berserk, basically. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I personally have never read Berserk. I've been curious about it, but I've also been like, it's like really, uh, it's really fucked up and dark. Yeah, basically, yeah, it's super dark, super gory, and uh, yeah, that's what I've I, heard. I um, personally don't like go out of my way to like ingest media like that, yeah. but uh, I probably will actually uh, go in and check it out yeah. at this point i uh, they have really nice uh like leather bound deluxe editions that are out in uh the states yeah. so this is gonna be a strange reveal i actually watched the anime a while back what? which one which one the uh, 90s one the 90s the, one the 20s okay cool cool okay. yeah so i was that's surprising that's a very uh that's a unrobbered <laughs> fact yeah uh i watched that and i got to the cliffhanger and i the new one does that pick up where the original one left off or is it could not tell you i literally don't know okay i think it's actually just a remake i believe okay. it's a remake and people were like annoyed about that because it was just worse than the original oh, that sucks yeah yeah i don't know though yeah i also maybe that's the game it might be the game yeah. that they made i think the game picks up where the original one left off because the last episode of the anime if i'm remembering it right is basically all the heroes uh lose 
and one of the main characters sides with like the villains and cause like the apocalypse to basically begin well i can't believe that um (laughs) infinity war ripped off (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's kind of how it felt back then i was like when we were watching infinity War, i was like at least there's gonna be a sequel to this (laughs) Sad. but sad. uh yeah um i've heard the comics keep going and it i've been very interested into it but i i said comics i mean manga but um i've been very interested in it i hear there's a lot more things that uh that are like there's a lot darker elements that they didn't put into the show which was dark enough makes sense on yeah. its own but yeah i know uh i've been very interested one day maybe i'll sit down and read through it because i hear there's a whole darker part of guts's life that they omitted from the show and um i feel like what i have read like recently i got like a sample of the beginning uh through comiXology and uh yeah there's already elements of it where i'm like oh this is different so i might just sit down and read through it one day cool yeah uh it's very sad tragic i think about it because i'm like literally half yeah. uh mira's age and i'm like uh looking to have a career in, yeah. like, in comics and art and i'm yeah. like what am, like am i willing to like die for, <laughs> like die for this at that point it's like well, am i willing to like sacrifice my health in such a way that i shorten my life in that like that much uh i really don't think i am so the thing is just yeah. do what's gonna make you happy and hopefully he was happy where he was with it but yeah we can only hope uh there's uh it's just well known that the the industry churns people like chews them up sits them out yeah offer offer uh profits and volume sells like that's just that's what it is yeah uh okay so that's very sad um yeah hopefully hopefully you take care of yourselves if you're creators out there if you're just anyone in general take yeah better care of yourself um it matters definitely uh we watched the next episode of the world ends with you anime which we've only we only watched episode four so we're a few episodes behind from like you know the the what is out there right now mm-hmm. uh but episode four essentially starts the second arc of uh, the game which uh it's pretty cool. I still love hearing uh, Ari and Aaron's reactions when they they just genuinely don't know what's about to happen. I, I mean, I know, so I'm just like, yes. It's like it's like uh, someone who's read the Game of Thrones books and they're like waiting for like people to get to certain episodes in the show and they're like, oh, how are they gonna react? And they just like lose it. It's so good every time. It's still wow. like extra rewarding. Um, so that's good. What do you? How do you? Do you like it, Aaron? Is it good? Yeah, no, it is good. It's uh, yeah, it's good. Fucking uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, the new, the new bad guy. Yeah. Minamoto, I think his name yeah. is. Yeah. I bad didn't expect guy. him to be like that. Yeah. But also, he's annoying. <laughs> yeah, he's super annoying. He, uh, yeah, he is like he looks so cool, and then he has like this strange personality it's a a really nice uh, subversion i felt the same way back in 2008 when i played the first game Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah 
if and they're making a lot of products based off the animation and they're really like Mm -hmm. feeding into like the world ends with you one stuff out there like they're making like figures which they never made before they're making a new they had like an original like game version of uh neku for bring arts the uh action figures that uh square makes they have a new one coming out that's like a deluxe bring arts based on the animation version of neku that's cool um so that's that's awesome yeah and then uh i hope they do the other characters as well it's kind of a shame that they didn't do like a double pack with like neku and shiki and then beat and Mm -hmm. i would totally like be into that like the way they did the final fantasy 9 ones yeah that would be cool um maybe someday yeah yeah, maybe someday uh and then uh we got a new trailer it was like the opening for uh neo the world's ends with you that came out uh i watched that it's good the music's good so yeah uh no that that game comes out soon like a couple months honestly it's uh, Mm -hmm. july so i'm looking forward to it and uh anime is good you need if you want to know more about what's going on the the sequel watch the anime and that you will be caught up you do not need to play the game so um there's that watch the first episode of uh jujutsu kaisen which is like the new hotness basically um if like the new big three is one piece uh uh, i guess it's not one piece boku no hero academia my hero academia um what what else is it uh demon slayer and this jujitsu kaisen those are the new big three from the the fabled years yeah piece uh naruto and bleach uh i guess this isn't the bleach spot at that point Anyway, yeah, it's uh, Supernatural, high school kids, and uh, there's some more demons and all that. Mm-hmm. It's well, pretty I good. like the premise of it. I guess it's more so about, like, the occult or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. More of it. Um, but, yeah, had a strong opening, uh, if not, like, standard. It's whatever. It's, like, shown in anime. It's, like same shit <laughs> essentially yeah, that doesn't mean yeah. that's not good but it's like yeah no i i everyone was really hype when we watched it everyone was super hype and i was the only one that was like i liked it but it like it's fine like it's it's strong narratively it's like putting all the pieces together but i have seen this before like a hundred times it is shonen as shonen gets um i think it'll take a bit to be more unique its own thing right now i'm just seeing like the pieces of reference that it is and how mm. it's manipulating that to weave into a like a like the narrative checkboxes of like stakes and all the other tools that you put in the box uh yeah when you write something it's i mean good. it's like i recognize all that shit but i still you know yeah. hype about yeah, it yeah. uh i think stylistically and uh production wise the animation is very fucking good and uh yep. i really like how all the characters are drawn um they're very unique looking like uh i don't even remember the fucking main character's name but his uh club members the occult club members those guys were cool yeah no i agree it they didn't feel like stock characters even if yeah for sure even if the show is like kind of making them stock characters they didn't feel that way Mm -hmm. um but that's just my assumption not my knowledge it was like i had heard nothing about 
it other than it was good. Yeah. And uh, I'd seen like some characters before, like some screenshots or whatever. Uh, none of it is anything that I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, I did not it's interesting. Expect it to like take place in the modern day. Yeah, honestly, for real. I I have really hadn't have any knowledge of it. So when I saw it and what it was, I was like, oh, this is just like Bleach, Yu uh, Hakusho Show, and some other stuff. But that's just me like trying to put the puzzle together. Uh, the mm. opening shows like a bunch of other characters that we haven't met yet. And I'm just like, those characters look so much cooler than all the characters we've met so far. Not to say that the characters we've met so far don't look cool. It's just like, I'm excited to see those characters. Cause yeah, like, for I sure. I really like their designs. Um, it does have a good style to it. So that's basically all we have to say about that. I think, uh, and then we have the biggest things that we have to talk about already an hour and a half into the show. <laughs> I'll keep it pretty brief. Yeah, uh, yeah. We watched Paddington 2, and I wanted to like this movie. I wanted to like this movie, the greatest movie in film history, uh, better than Citizen Kane. Yeah, Paddington acor- 2. according to Rotten Tomatoes, it is. it has dethroned Citizen Kane as uh, the highest rated movie of all time. If you... If they want to take this review of Paddington 2 to knock it off of its throne, uh, like they did for uh, Citizen Kane, they can. Uh, personally, the first Paddington movie is a flawless movie. Yes. Literally, there is nothing bad I could say. It's Everything about it works. There's no plot holes. It is the tightest, narr- like, narratively, like... It's the best movie ever created on planet Earth. I think that Paddington one. That one should be number one. That should be the best. There should no one. I can't believe anyone that would not like that film and think it's the greatest film, the greatest creation of humankind. <laughs> uh, if we sent anything to aliens, it should be Paddington. It should be the Paddington first one. Um. Anyway, Paddington two is not that film. <laughs> Paddington two is a great film. It's incredible. Almost the best. It would be uh, a 9.9 out of 10 if I was rating it like a video game. Um, unfortunately, it has one, has one major flaw. Yes. Do you want to tell it or should I? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll just say it. Uh, <laughs> through the... Through the uh, through the course of the film, Paddington is uh spoilers I guess for Paddington too. It's not really that big, it's just like a thing that It's kind of the movie. premise of the movie. Yeah, really. It's like the, just the setup of why the plot is happening, why we are seeing a second episode of Paddington. Paddington is wrongfully uh accused of a crime, arrested and uh sent to jail. Sentenced to jail. Yeah. And um nobody like and the only problem I have with that is that Paddington does not have the thing that they claim he stole in his possession. Yes. At all. They just assume that he stole in it. And he is refused and they to arrest him for it. Yeah. I don't I don't know how uh how jail or the, <laughs> like the justice system works in uh London in England yeah. or whatever, but it just like uh, it rubbed me such the wrong way that he was just like thrown in there with like, and no one asked the question of where the thing is yeah, or like why it matters that he doesn't have it. Nobody asked that. They were just like, well, we solved the case. 
Yeah, and but we don't need the book or whatever back. And through the so through the that's it. Yeah, through the whole movie, we were we just were like, yeah, that's great, that's great. But he shouldn't be in fucking prison yeah, because it makes yeah, it no was, sense. Like, if really that one thing was solved, I would have no problems. It'd be the greatest film of all time. Yeah, better than the first one. But it just didn't have that one thing yeah. that it needed. That one explanation that I needed. Which. And therefore, it's only the second best film of all time. Which, that's the thing with it. Like, I, Damn. to the credit of the first movie and this movie, the fact that we care that much. that this, Yeah, that, I know. That, about this movie, about this bear. About this bear <laughs> that, like, is the most endearing character. Like, it's it's just to the point of that where it's like, everyone in this town loves this bear. They should have like more evidence to it than that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I guess that's all we have to say. That's like that's all all we have to say. Watch Paddington if you haven't already. Watch Paddington too if yeah. you haven't any. It's still if it good. Doesn't bother you? Reach out to us. Uh, you control Aaron on his Twitch stream <laughs> all night long about how uh, a movie he didn't even watch with us. Uh, yeah. How it doesn't bother Do you. Do that. But you have to, whenever um, you write a comp complaint about that, you have to give him money. You have to... You have to subscribe to him with uh, Prime subs uh, for uh, three months at, at a minimum every time you complain yeah. about a movie he hasn't even watched. Exactly. To follow up uh, the sequel talk, we'll talk about another sequel that we watched that... Everyone, including myself, thought would be a completely horrible film, a train wreck, uh, and uh, not even worth viewing at all. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. I liked the film. It was, it was very... Uh, I enjoyed it way more than I thought it would. The reason I wanted to watch it is because I finished The Lost World and I knew that they were taking elements of the uh, book The Lost World and using elements of the original like lost world movie that we talked about last week and then they like they were more faithful to the the book the lost world in the first 50 minutes of uh of of Jurassic Park uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom than they were with the entirety of the film The Lost World yeah Jurassic Park so if there's any any like caveats in that and i'm not saying this is a good film because it's yeah well put together it's dumb. It's, it's very, a very dumb. it's a very dumb movie. It might be the dumbest. It's very it's bafflingly stupid in, in parts, but I yeah. liked it. For what it, it is, yeah. it yeah. it take it's very much like at one point I said like this feels like it's made by Capcom. Because Oh yeah, this movie straight up becomes it goes from a like a Michael Crichton book in the first 50 minutes and they spend the next hour and 20 minutes being a dino crisis slash resident evil one yeah. not even joking it is literally a haunted house scenario <laughs> uh and i am there for it it's a haunted house with dinosaurs which is dino crisis yeah so you know watch it really for real watch that yeah uh it it's the thing like you you kind of have to very quickly be like none of the movies going forward are going to match up to jurassic park one there but like for what this is it's like it's very entertaining uh and it for every dumb idea it brings it brings like 12 more interesting ideas to the table i think like not and it's 
Yeah, you go. I was going to say that I use the word interesting because sometimes it may not be entirely smart, but it's like some ideas are very smart, actually. But it's it's an interesting way to bring uh, the story forward and explore the world a little bit more. Uh, yes. But then there's some... If I- humans are destined to continue down this path, they they make it work, I would say. Yeah. And baffling logic of that yes. like, Jurassic Park universe. Yeah, in in a world where it's like, well, this time we're gonna get dinosaurs <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 that world is going to end up becoming dumber and dumber as it goes on. In the first ten minutes of the movie, they open with this like, uh, this like court scene where they're it's like uh, they bring the government brings in experts like, should we intervene with this thing? The expert will tell us if we should. And it's Ian Malcolm, the only returning character from the original uh, like Jurassic Park franchise, yeah. comes in and says, no, you shouldn't interfere. Yeah. Let them all die. Yeah. And the government decides we're not going to do anything. They, <laughs> these animals were extinct. They should go back extinct. And then I, I just agree. Yeah. It's like, Me- okay, good job, government. You finally did something worthwhile by doing nothing. Yeah. And then... The characters, the quote unquote protagonists in this film, <laughs> decide to go against the and like nature and save the animals because it's the yeah. right thing to do. Like, and you know, right after that, if they, right after that's you, made, the, to their credit, there there's kind of an interesting bait and switch with it, where one of the co-founders of Jurassic Park, uh, or like at least when in the early days of it, is like saying, like. A, a representative of the state contacts uh, one of the main characters from the first one and says, we have an island that we can move them to and they could remain kind of in seclusion. No one will have to work with it. So like the, it is the debate of basically it's alive now. Should it still have rights and should it still be able to do, like exist throughout the whole movie or are they too dangerous to handle so too dangerous to handle i'm in the too dangerous to handle uh, yeah i would go to war with iron man about this, this uh it would be our civil war oh imagine if civil anyway. war was about the continuation of dinosaurs awesome <laughs> yeah and and uh and tony stark was for the dinosaurs because he put in all this money and research into it and captain america was like what's dead should stay oh, dead. no it's and they fight no it's better if like Iron Man's against it, and then in the last in the airport fight scene, then Captain America's riding a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex towards Iron Man. You just want that visual. I want. There is a visual of it. There was a comic book where in the future he's riding Devil Dinosaur. But anyway, that's not the point. Oh, weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, it was like their version of Old Man Logan with uh, Captain America. It was kind of interesting. But anyway, weird. All right, well, it's a dumb movie. Uh, I also discovered I did not know uh, there was just like a like um, basically the main cast of like the heroes in this movie are like the Scooby Doo team essentially. Yep. And they bring in this new uh, character. I don't remember her name in the film, but she's like a doctor character. And I was like, who is this actress? I've never seen her before. And her name is Dan- uh, Daniela P. 
Pienta? I believe uh, Daniela Pineda. 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 I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> she uh, she's like I like really funny and I like interesting and I was like I, I've never seen her anything before and so like I look her up and she is Faye Valentine of the Netflix uh, live action Cowboy Bebop. And so I'm like, oh, cool. I'm glad I watched this film <laughs> to discover a new thing. Also, the character that she is, like, partnered up with, like, the whole movie, basically, is, uh, the like, the guy from Detective Pikachu. Yeah. So. So, like, they have, they have good chemistry together, honestly. Like, they really do play off with a Velma Shaggy uh, kind of dynamic. Yeah. And then there's the, uh. Blue the Raptor is, is uh, Scooby in this scenario, so if that means <laughs> Yeah, anything. it's really weird when you started talking, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really like the film for uh, the fact that it is really just uh, Resident Evil at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, it becomes Resident Evil, so that's cool. Yep. Yeah. When they show the mansion for the first time, I'm just like, oh, it's the Spencer mansion. Yeah, you, you said that at the start, and I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I I, I think I said, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lab right da- uh, beneath us. Oh, you mean, like, literally, like, Resident <laughs> Evil? Cool. And then they have some visuals that it's just, like, straight out of uh, Dino Crisis. Just, like, why? Well, towards the why ending, this- there was one scene where it looked like the staircase from uh, Village. <laughs> yeah for real it, it just straight up looked like a, the room from village like that uh ethan goes in in the castle area yeah anyway really like village resident evil uh, is on the mind obviously um there was a the last thing oh the movie setting up a third one the world is very changed like they like they do some if you thought yeah i was just gonna say they they do something that like it, it leaves you with, like, what the fuck's going to happen now? <laughs> yeah, very off-rails. Everything is... It's like uh, the movies kind of forgot, uh, like, this whole big thing. Like, Jurassic Park... Uh, like, the Lost World book also, like, while it has these, like, chapter and segments that are explaining, like, the levels of chaos theory and has it, like, unfolds, the movie forgets that uh like the second one straight up forgets that yeah but like uh it they're bringing kind of like elements back into that obviously yeah and you you can see how uh they bring up instead of the lost world we're in the jurassic world ha ha uh-huh. got him <laughs> anyway uh it's stupid it's great <laughs> i had a good time yeah and that is hopefully what you had on episode 53 of Echo Screen, which Whoa. we're uh, rebranding as the official The Mask podcast. Yes. Um, no, please. Yes. We're not doing that. Uh, that is the least thing we would do. <laughs> I, I just bought all the comics, so every episode we could have a new thing to talk about. <sighs> we have a new thing to talk about every episode. Uh, we have a million uh, episodes previously. We don't have a million episodes previously, but we have uh, <laughs> at least... More than 52 uh, other episodes to listen to. Yep. So uh, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, whatever else, whoever else your you want to tell. Your, uh... your pets. Podcast for pets. Uh, we could be the first exclusive video game pop culture podcast 
four pets. You know, uh, it's up to you. You know that one friend you. you haven't talked to in a while since like high school, but like you, you've been meaning to talk to them again. Tell us, tell him about it. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That should be your opener. We could be, we could be their friend. Uh, True. You listener. It could be us in the world. Yeah. Just, just like <laughs> the Jurassic World. The first thing you say to them, just like send a message saying, like, "Hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but have you heard of Echo Screen?" I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Anyway, <laughs> thank a you for listening. Worse than I'll, death. I'll, I'll, I'll link uh, Aaron's uh, Twitch channel down below, and we'll catch you next week with a bunch of Sonic news that you've already heard about. A million. Oh, do We'll get to talk about it, and maybe we'll get a special guest, Sonic himself, not. Oh. Uh, to be on the podcast to talk about it with you. All right. Uh, with us. Anyway, thanks. See ya. Peace.